It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo. Yo. Danny. What up? And the one and only Moo Cow Rich. Gentlemen, tonight I am bringing the bull. <laughs> but earlier. Yeah. <laughs> You weren't. Yeah. You That's were. True. You were dabbling in the chicken. I was bringing the chicken. I didn't think that we were bringing it. Here we go. That doesn't even sound right. Straight well, tell us about it. it. Well, I saw that you guys had eaten all this Popeye's chicken, and I had to try that shit out too. All Dude. right. But I think Danny has the review on this. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, but you got the latest experience, which I stayed at the <laughs> office. So, but I am gonna hit it up when I go home. Nice. So, yeah, I went to the, the Popeyes to check it out. Uh, after hearing so much about these chicken sandwiches, I got the regular classic and I got the spicy. I tried them both. Uh, the chicken was pretty good, I thought. It's, it's clearly real chicken, which is nice. Um, the, it's got some good crispy breading on it. You know, each of the sauces was pretty good. I preferred the spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have to wait in any line, though. If I had to wait in line, I would not have been as happy. I said you're also in Wisconsin. What are you saying, Dan? That's true. There's not there's not a lot of people. And you probably got more than one Popeyes. I don't know if we have more than one Popeyes by me. I don't know if I like this profiling. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not quite <laughs> sure how I feel about this. Uh, I'm big I'm a big I'm a big city guy. You live in Austin, bro. Yeah, the capital of fucking Texas. How, how many people live in Austin? How big is it? Austin is just under a million. I'm just fucking oh, oh, The size of the suburb of Chicago. Well, Austin proper. <laughs> Austin, Austin, Austin. Like, if your address ends in Austin, it's just under a million. That's not small. No. It's <clears throat> kind of what I was saying. Slightly larger so, than Tulsa. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's how yeah. you decide if your city is big. Sprawling metropolis. <laughs> so what were Where? your experiences with it, guys? Uh, I liked it. I, well, I think I was the first one, wasn't I, to, to find... Look, I wasn't going to fucking wait in two-hour lines or three-hour lines for a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I, I don't care. Um, outside of it being literally uh, touched by God himself, there was no chance I was going to do that. So I waited. I wasn't uh, one of the first movers on it, admittedly. Uh, finally saw that the... Which I have know, more respect for you that you didn't. Why? You know what I'm saying? I have more respect for you that you didn't wait in a two-hour line and had better things to do with your time. Than well, I mean, you know. yeah, I mean, that's a blessing in and of itself, I suppose. But um, they... Yeah, man, finally noticed one day there wasn't really a line at Popeye's, and I said, you know what, I'm going to do it, and went in, and my experience was similar to Kyle. I was very happy with the quality, and it was, I got a classic and a spicy the same and as Kyle did, and both very good. I actually like the classic a little bit better, which is weird for me, because typically I like the spicy better, and um, yeah, I'm with Kyle, man. It was, it was really good, and I would take that over Chick-fil-A any day. You guys aren't doing this review justice it is the most phenomenal chicken sandwich ever listen it's a sweet bun 
the mayo is on point, and then it's crispy skin in a sandwich. Oh, it's fucking phenomenal. And I was a huge Chick-fil-A guy. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah that's but, right. But you said you said was. Does this change it? Fuck yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I, don't, I also don't eat much else from Popeye's. So, the, yeah. you know, that's it. Now, the chicken, egg, and cheese bagel at, at uh, Chick-fil-A is the best thing they make. And, uh, but as far as chicken sandwiches go, dude, there's no, it's not even close. It's not even close. Uh, okay. So here's my question. How long until the quality slips on that sandwich? Next week. Um, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's a conspiracy theory. That, that's the thing. If I don't know how they bred it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how they're doing that. Like, is it live in action when I fucking order it? Probably not. So if they're just literally training these 15-year-old kids to throw it in a deep fryer, who cares? It's so good. They'd be yeah, dumb to let, let, let that go, but yeah, I've seen more. Either way, for now, I'm in heaven. I'll say this, nah. though. As much nah. as I enjoyed it, I haven't been back to get another one. And that's mm-hmm. more so to do with watching what I eat than it is taste, because I could definitely go for another one. But yeah. <laughs> Mine's yeah, more because it's been four hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want one tonight. No, I did end up waiting like 15, maybe 20 minutes, but it turned out it was just the slapdick in front of me didn't know how to order food from a fast food joint, apparently. Um, and they, they were just getting regular chicken. I, I'm going to say this, though. I think they do make those fresh on that sandwich. I they think have that to. It's they're so made to order because now their reputation's kind of on the line with this. Yeah. So they probably have special instructions. You could fuck around with everything else. This sandwich, though, so. Well, I mean, the reputation, that's a, I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a, it's a rough kind one. Of, they've, <laughs> kind, they've kind of, now they have a good reputation for something, at least. Yeah. A well, reputation. So, sorry, go ahead, Drupus. Nothing. I'm never are trying to sandwich. Are you gonna try this? What would it no. take? You, yeah, what would it take you to get you to do it? Yeah, I'll a get lot. you a gift card. I I don't even want to. I didn't even know about this sandwich until you fuckers. Are you? Oh, what? I had no idea. You, Nothing. Bro, lo- log on to your AOL account and fucking <laughs> join the fucking internet. It's everywhere. <laughs> There's this guy Epstein out there too that's been making some noise. I don't know if you heard. Epstein did not kill himself. Drew, Drew does have. I think he does use an AOL account. I do. I'm sure he does. It's even Oklahoma. Ding Yeah. Dial up. Oh shit. But I knew nothing of this sandwich. Okay. Well, hey, listen. I was I was in Arizona last week, as you guys know, and they just opened up this White Castle there. Now, people from the Midwest know what White Castle is. Instant diarrhea, essentially. Um, but this is new to Arizona. They had two and a half hour lines there. And the big thing is, I don't even think it was Arizona people. Arizona has so many Midwest transplants there. It was like all the Midwest people having a nostalgic moment. Right. And, uh, but yeah, that was like the Popeye's effect, man. That that's about yeah, that, anywhere when a new restaurant opens, though. I mean, yeah. we we had a Schlotzky's here, so I live in a suburb of Tulsa, and we have Schlotzky's all over Tulsa. But a new one opened in my town, and it was like that for like two friggin' weeks. That line was 
wrapped around the damn building. It's like, really? You've never had Schlotzky's before? Drive 20 minutes down the road and you can have have it in like three minutes instead of an hour. Yeah, but it's a new one. Have you it's had White same. Castle before? <laughs> yeah, White Castle. They haven't been Texas. White Castle has a spinoff called Crystal, and it's on the East Coast. We would have that. Uh, no. It's it's the exact same thing. Like, I mean, it's the, I just for whatever reason, it's like rallies and it's like rallies and uh, checkers Checker. or or RB or Hardee's and Carl yeah. Jr. No, uh, and I like it. The problem is if if you wait too long to eat those, no. the bread gets a little soggy, and it's like no, no, and not even it. too long. I mean, yeah. by the time you eat it, get it there and go home. No, home. yeah, you got to eat it right away. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you, yeah. You know what doesn't have any problems? Well, well be I careful. I know, I know. I know. You oh, know? Because it does. Oh, never mind. Quite often. What is it? What? What? Do you know what I was going to say? Yeah. I know what you were going to say. Cigar noise doesn't have any problems. Yeah, sometimes the load's a little funny. <laughs> Come on. No. Why, why are you so negative? <laughs> Best okay. at, but but best cigar app out there. Huh? I thought you like funny loads. Man, Danny must have been, <laughs> been in church before this. We're all spiritual up in here. <laughs> we are sponsored church. by Cigar Noise. They're freaking awesome. Check them out if you haven't already. What does is, what is sponsored mean? I don't even know what it means. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> Drew's the only one who sees anything. Yeah, yeah. I I'll tell you, I, I don't see it either. I wanted it. I wanted it. <laughs> Listen, I, wait. Did did Dave just tell you to say that? And that's it. Is that the sponsorship? We are actually sponsored by sponsored. Cigar Noise and Dave yeah. West. If nobody, uh, if you guys don't know who Dave West is, you need to be on Cigar Noise because. Dave West is the man. What is old, old West still on there? No. No, oh, yeah, he is. Is he on? Is he on the noise? Oh yeah, he still posts. Absolutely. Oh, he, got, he got off the gram. You guys got to get the noise still. Is it called the noise? I like that. Yeah, it's the noise. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, old, old West. <laughs> questionable Instagram practices, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but the noise was a safe zone. Um, it it is still by far when you're talking about like total, total cigar dudes and a couple of girls, even, um, it's still a really small community, but legitimate ass cigar people. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Get you some See, noise. That's an interesting. It's an interesting thing that you just said that it's a smaller community, but they're awesome. Because I keep seeing these groups, right? Whether they're Facebook groups or whether they're yeah. uh, people on Instagram with their patches and all that stuff. Once they hit a certain size, everything drops off pretty hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So keeping it small and good is is I think like really really smart. It's yeah, it's like. Like, you know, I was a huge cigar cartel guy for a while. And, uh, you know, as I've kind of come up, I've had to spread the love. I'm an admin of the Roma group and this and that. I, I, I'm barely in there. They're like 34,000 people. And I, I posted something in there the other day. Oh, the Ash Grab Challenge thing. Hell and the yes. amount of tr- 
amount of like guys that kind of trolled me on it was I was like, wow, what the fuck happened to this group? Like it, it was it was just a joke, you know. But and then I, I I go to the guy that's trolling and look at his profile. I'm like, yeah, go fuck yourself, go kill yourself. Like, <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like nice. you know nothing. We're, you know nothing. Get out of here. We're we're not advocating anybody harm themselves. That was. The, the reflects that a, one the reflects guy. a Danny do not Except for that guy. necessarily reflect the, the views of Roma Craft, Sultans of Smoke, or Cigar Noise. No, uh, give it some thought. That's what I'm saying. It's fine. Yeah. No, you got a point. <laughs> yeah, no, so I, but, I totally think they should. So, somebody the other day said something to me about common sense. Like, you would think it's just common sense to not do something. I, Bro, there is no fucking common sense anymore. No. You mean yeah, uncommon like, sense? Yeah, I got you. Like me telling, saying, kill yourself, and then they actually do it. It's common sense. I'm fucking around. But I, I wouldn't <laughs> be sad, though. I wouldn't be sad. Wow. I guess one thing to throw in there, too, though, is that there's never been any common sense. So trying to act like it's different than it ever was is, is probably wrong, too. It's, it's just more prolific now. We just notice it more. Yeah, it's more, yeah, it's more out there. I mean, people did dumb shit for centuries. Yeah. Sure. Probably less dumb shit now. No, I bet not. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think people so. are pretty creative. <laughs> yeah, they were coming up with some shit, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I guess we do still have anti-vaxxers somehow. Flat Earthers. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yes. one. Whoa, wait, what's the problem with so. flat Earth? No, yeah. what's stupid? You know what's stupid about flat Earth is it go, totally goes against my hollow Earth kind of. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, it can be sort of flat and hollow as long as it's like a cube, then, right? Like a mm, long so rectangle. Like cube. Is it like a com- like combos? Like a like the cracker with the cheese inside? Like a combo? Isn't that like a circle though? Like a, a cylinder? Sure, but it's still flat. It's got some height to it. We've though. taken this shit way right. too far. I really don't care. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> if it's 3D, it has height. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, this week. (laughs) 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 Uh, Happy anniversary to my wife that's um, an avid listener. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Uh, What what do you guys like? uh, like, What's your dish? Like, like, okay, here's the truth about turkey. Everybody hates turkey. Turkey sucks. Turkey Turkey sucks. That's why you only have it on one time of the year. That's too much. That said... It's still too much. Um, that said, what's your favorite like kind of side dish with it? Pumpkin pie. That's a good that's one. a dessert. Jesus, <laughs> that's that's my <laughs> that's my I'm, side. I'm, I'm simple <laughs> mashed potatoes. Uh, yeah, you are simple. You like Forrest Gump. I one of my favorite yeah, movies. Funny. I take that as a compliment. He was a multimillionaire. Oh uh, no, you're so positive. I accomplished, uh, <laughs> accomplished athlete, war veteran, hero. Uh, it's hearted. That did not stop him. Perseverance. So yeah, <laughs> even better. <laughs> the guy right. really beat the odds. It was also fake. Oh yeah, I like that. I don't know, man. I don't you know. Sure? No, it was fake. I've been to the restaurant. I, all right, I, am I not getting my question answered? What's the, what are the signs? That's why I don't come up with topics. It's uh, stuff, stuffing for the meal, pie for the dessert. Yeah. Pumpkin pie and pecan pie. Yeah, any kind of pie will do. 
The good thing like about it. Thanksgiving, though, and here, here's your controversial topic for Thanksgiving, is almost all the food, you could take all of it and, like, mix it all up and make, like, I do. sort of a trough of food and eat like a fucking cow, and it's fantastic. Eat like a cow. Eat like a cow. Eat like a cow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. L Dandy wants to know uh, what's your go-to cigar to celebrate the holidays with? I like those turkey-themed ones with the gimmicks. Fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Anything but Romacraft. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, don't don't smoke that 88-rated Wonderlust. Yeah, don't do that. Fucking joke. Uh, Uh, Depends on the holiday for me, but uh, I don't know. Whatever I'm feeling, good. Yeah. Opus, Davidoff. So I usually travel for like these things, right? Like we'll go to somebody's house or whatever. So I like to bring fancy stuff for them, like for the guy, you know, the husband or whatever. Yeah, that's good. Cool. At, at least one, and then it's uh, and then Roma and Patina if I can get it, if I can find it. <laughs> Thanks. Flies uh, off those I, shelves. It's always sold out. No, that's why. Yeah, no, no, no. at Smokers Abbey, Austin, Texas. Patina on the shelf, baby. Gotta go with it. Um, I was gonna ask you guys. Do you guys save special? Because I still hear this on the road a lot, where guys will refer to certain cigars uh, as a special occasion cigar, as a uh, you know, holiday cigar, whatever. And I and I would, I would consider all of us cigar spoiled. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Do you guys still save certain stuff for for special occasions, or is it just kind of like, man, I feel like smoking this, and it could be a Monday afternoon, and it, my pal is just calling for it, and that's what I'm going to smoke. There was only one cigar that I've ever really saved, mm-hmm. and it was three of the original release uh, Shadies from the Underground Shadies, mm-hmm. and it was for a couple of buddies that are huge, like kind of Eminem fans and stuff like that, and um, I saved those because I knew we were going to get together. Uh, but typically, no, it's all, yeah, I'm too spoiled. Like, it's just, like, oh, it's Monday, fucking, you know, BBMF. Or, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, Padron Millennium. Let's just do it. Fuck it. So, speaking of Padron, I, I actually lit up my favorite Padron of all time tonight. What's that? Uh, which is a 45-year Maduro. Nice. What's that? And fucking good cigar. It really is, man. And uh, they... And so I'm like trying to retrohail this thing, and I think I'm just I'm, I'm legitimately <laughs> harming myself. Um, but <laughs> have you ever taught somebody how to retrohale and basically change their entire cigar smoking experience? Yeah. And I'll give you two examples that I you know just pre- so when I used to manage shop, I used to try to teach people how to retrohale. I literally had guys go back and retry their favorite cigars and things that they didn't like before just to, and they ended up liking some stuff that they didn't like before, which I thought was very interesting. I also uh, was teaching guys how to retro hail in Tennessee when I was there a couple of weeks ago and had a six foot five, 300 pound dude basically choking his way out of the store running out, uh, which was <laughs> hilarious. Um, 
And then, uh, but you know, I don't know. Have you guys taught people how to retro hail before? And if so, what what was kind of their uh, the reaction? We're still waiting on Cal to do the video so we can change more people's lives. Oh, that's true. I've taught people online how to do it, <laughs> but not in person, so I haven't seen the reaction. But mm-hmm. they say they get you know more indifferent flavors out of it, which is what it should be. Sure. I don't know about change anybody's life. Like that's a that's a high bar. Cal, you're my life, I guess. Your life changing, Cal. I guess. I believe it. Changed my life. I don't know anybody specific. No. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for for those guys. I don't know how many newer cigar smokers we get listening to our podcast. My guess is probably not many. If you've heard of us, chances are you're pretty entrenched in the cigar world in some way, shape, or form. But um, I, it, it's it, for those guys that don't that listen to us. You really need you. You really should try to learn because it will it will significantly alter your cigar smoking experiences. And try it with something on the lighter side first, I would recommend. Yeah, yeah, disclaimer. It's going to feel a little funky, and you're going you're gonna to feel it the first few times you do it. No, do it with the Neanderthal. Oh, my God. Take a video. Yes. The Neanderthal Retro Challenge. Yeah, that's something you could send to fucking Red Bull for extreme-type shit, Danny. They wouldn't get it. Well, hey, they might you not. Get, but... You should get that going online in the group. Have everybody retro the... Strongest fucking Neanderthals yeah. you can find. No, Cal, bring it up. Your videos are epic, and I'll just back you up. I'll just like, yeah, yeah. I don't know Cal's if I can retro hail that cigar. <laughs> Come on, I know you can. Not faking. I'll just put the band on something else. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like I'm retro yeah. this thing like a motherfucker. <laughs> that HN is. So oh, who the hell is that? Somebody grab a hold of your phone, Cal. <laughs> Were they you? <laughs> <laughs> like that's not a fucking person. <laughs> Cal's having a good time over there. Uh, yeah. It's cold. I didn't, I didn't hear you. Are you outside? Yeah, smoking a cigar. What are you smoking? It's a heat wave. It's forty degrees. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, this is outside smoking weather. Yeah. So I got a. I fired up a, a Casdagley Daughters of the Wind Pony Express. Oh man, how is it? I'm really enjoying it. Good. Yeah, those guys make good stuff. I figure if it keeps me out in the 40 degrees, it's got to be good. Because otherwise, yeah. my ass will be inside. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, how long yep. did you let those sit, Kyle? Before you, because those just came out. Yeah, I don't know. Probably a week or so. Oh, okay. They ha- they come with a, a Bovida shipped in the box. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that could be worse. Uh, so, Mo, Mo, uh, we have yeah. to go back to a topic we did two weeks ago. Sure. We were talking about fitness. Yeah. And there was a guess about who the fitness ambassador was. Right. Yeah. I had one guess. Did any of you guys have guesses come to you? No. I think you had the only guess. <clears throat> well, the one person got it right. So, <laughs> Crazy Canuck 79. Oh, Richie. So, who was our fitness ambassador, guys? And the, it was the man, the Mo. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, and I mean, on the surface, a lot of people might not believe me, but I actually sent you guys the email. You guys saw it. Confirm it. I don't know how legitimate it is, but uh, nevertheless. Uh, Mo is now a fitness ambassador. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. The only thing I've been fitting is Popeyes <laughs> and Portillo's. It's a, a great choice. Yeah. It's Carhartt season. Carhartt season. Yeah. What else we got, Cal? I didn't even pull that back up yet. We got lots of topics. You want to talk about G Fizzle? Oh my God, oh. workouts. He wanted to talk about working out. Do you even well, I, even train, bro? Well, I don't know if he wanted to talk about working out as much as he wanted to talk about smoking after working out. And look, he's, he's we have long been yeah. advocates of having a cigar after after a workout, and it's to me the best time to smoke. Yeah, it is. I don't know what it is. Um, a chocolate protein shake with a you know, uh, a Habano or Maduro cigar, man, just really just fucking uh, awesome. Yeah, that's why me and Cal, we just go straight for the cigar and the protein shake. We don't, we don't right. fuck around with the workout. But right. You, you don't work out, Danny? No, not really. He looks no, like a I crossfitter. At least a little. Yeah, I used to. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> If Danny worked out, he looks like he would do CrossFit. Oh fuck yeah! I'm not trying to be big. (laughs) I like uh, I like a like a like a boxer's kind of shape, you know, just more like uh, I don't know about CrossFit, CrossFit, but I would do more like smaller weights. I don't need to lift my house up for no reason. You might. If I did, I I got bigger problems. Well, speaking of uh, working out, if you wanted to get a new smoker, so G Fizzle said, what's your pick to give a female and male non-smoker that wants to try a cigar? <clears throat> working out. What's that? He said, speaking of working out. Yeah, because if it works out, then you get uh, in the cigar uh, world. Stretch. I got you. That is I a got stretch. But I hey, it might be. Well, you stretch when you work out. So, exactly. how, uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> that was good. Kick us off. Mo's bringing the bull. Uh, <laughs> actual bull. Um, I mean, it depends what they like to, what they enjoy in, generally, right? If you like coffee. No, they're new smokers, right? Cigar. Oh. Well, yeah, gotcha, like, gotcha. yeah, yeah, gotcha. Are, are you into <laughs> chocolate? Are you, yeah, yeah? Have you smoked cigarettes before? Right. What do you? That that you would be my, here? yep. That would be actually my my question because if they've smoked, if they're a cigarette smoker, right, or something like that, or if they like do chewing tobacco, uh, Chances are they could handle a stouter cigar, and it actually may take a stouter cigar for them to yeah, really true. enjoy it. Taste it. Yep. Yep. So um, that would really impact. That would actually be my first question. Do you uh, partake in any other tobacco products? Partake. Yeah, so does it 
does it matter if, to you if it's a man or a woman? Does that change your recommendation? No. Uh, no. no. Yeah, me either. I, I was curious no. about that, too. Because everybody should avoid most of the same stuff. <laughs> no doubt. Legit. Drew, Drew, what would you have somebody start with? Uh, anything out of my humidors. Nice. <laughs> what an answer. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. It depends on, uh, I think the situation too. If it is after a workout, then it would be a different cigar than like, uh, hanging out like after a meal or something. It, okay. And I normally base it off of maybe what I'm in the mood for, kind of. All right. And generally, I'll share the same thing with them. Well, unless it's like unless it's like Neanderthal. Go <laughs> well, but I, I mean, I smoke, I'm, I smoke some mild stuff. I'll do a lot of different Cubans and stuff. I'll do. Stab it off. I do. Some, I would no. go higher end too. Yes. Have a good experience. Yes. Yeah. Income. No, you can't throw something. Well, I really don't have anything cheap in my humidor, but I do uh-huh. now. I do now. Well, you got to keep up with the neighborhood. You, you don't have any of those samples from Famous that they sent us? No, I s- back in the day. I sent all those to you, Dave. You, you got, you, yeah, you got some cheap stuff. What? Um, what? Dave, Dave uh, got all those. I do have a few recently. So my aunt, um, she's 50-some-odd, 60-some-odd. Um, so my uncle actually passed away Pounds, years. two weeks ago okay. and she came into town and, uh, she remembered that I smoked cigars. They had been to some Mike Ditka dinner or something in Georgia mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she'd kept these cigars and Tupperware and all and actually brought them to me when she flew out here. So hey. it's all kinds of different stuff that she, uh, she had brought, but That's she nice remembered gesture. and, uh, brought them to me. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give anybody something. Even like if first time person, uh, I've had. Well, I have these questions all the time because I've, I've gotten a bunch of people started smoking cigars. But even if we went to the cigar shop, I would generally smoke the same thing as that person. Hmm. I don't know if it's necessarily suck, right? If you're willing to smoke it too. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would join them for sure. Yeah, it kind of goes to that you don't you don't tell somebody to smoke something you wouldn't, I guess. Smoke or this give, while give I somebody. smoke something else. <laughs> but you, you, know, can share, you can share the experience, too. You can talk yes. through, oh, what are you tasting? What are you, what yes. are you understanding with this? And then well, point and something they, out, vice versa, and back yeah, and forth. They can probably, maybe if they don't like it, they can tell you the taste that they don't like about it. So. Mm-hmm. If you rewind back five, six years ago, when I really, really started smoking a lot more cigars, like I went straight for the full, bro. Like my regular rotation was like an Oro Tubo, LFD Maduro. Monte Cristo used to make this cigar called the Reserva Negra. And I don't know if you guys remember this cigar, but it was strong as shit. I used to love that cigar. And then um, the uh, Fosto, that was, that's what got me on Tatawahe back in, back, I don't know, yeah. five, six years or whatever it was. Those are like my regular cigars that I was smoking. 
I used to do the so, uh, Camacho Triple Maduro for a while, too. Yeah, bro. Like, you can't always assume a new smoker wants something mild. That's why, like, especially if, like, they're a, if they're a cigarette person, man, you can't give them yeah. something mild. Yep. Well, they can't taste it anyway. Too weird. Jesus, the cigarettes are so weird. Yeah, the cigarettes kill your fucking taste bud. Sure do. I've seen people that, like, my sister used to smoke cigarettes all the time, and she got off, and about six months later, she was like, man, this food tastes so different. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Danny, how are you celebrating this anniversary of yours, besides something else? <laughs> By sending my wife on a vacation to Florida by herself and not making her hang out with me. No. Um, it's awfully generous. Yeah. <laughs> no, she... Um, that so that was kind of the problem of getting married on a ho- a holiday week. Uh, obviously, we weren't planning on having little kids at this age, uh, so kids are off of school. So she went down to Florida, and by myself, and I'm with you guys. The best, no second best to my wife. We appreciate that. <laughs> she's an avid listener. How much of each episode does she listen to? Uh, she probably has never even launched the podcast app on her phone. That's legit. <laughs> so if you want to, you want me to listen to you for talk for an hour? Like, I don't even want to do that at home. I would yeah. do that with you, three other knuckleheads. She's probably listened to all the episodes that you missed. Yeah, it's true. Damn. She does. She does have a patina tattoo. Wow. Patina tattoo. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, did they misspell something else or something? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> 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 Has a little yeah. cow on top. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good tattoo. <laughs> 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 the sound effect. <laughs> cow, uh, so you had... Let, s- let- Yep, go, you week, go, go. Well, I have somebody to... talk. So last week we were talking about all this <laughs> FDA stuff, this and that. Lo and behold, literally the next day, the subcommittee comes out with this thing about banning online sales and $12 minimum cigars to define it as premium. That's not going to happen, but I will tell you this. That is a massive step in the right direction that lawmakers are willing to even consider premium cigars a separate entity from other tobacco yep that's big okay get it um and so and it's actually bipartisan which is even more encouraging hold on hold on hold on no 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 it's not yeah it was wasn't it no oh they all went almost down party lines lines. yeah Yeah, almost the opposite bipartisan but there were some Democrats that came out and, and were okay with exempting premium cigars, which historically was not the case. Well, hold on, hold on. The, this exemption that you're talking about for premium cigars, that, yeah. right? So that that exemption was almost entirely voted in favor of by Democrats and against by Republicans because the Republicans want the the bill in the Senate that's, that's yep. just strictly tobacco 21 everywhere and nothing else. Yeah, they want that that one to go through. So right. Yeah, and that's that's probably an ambitious want. I don't know if that's going to happen. But I, look, this goes back to pretty much everything we've been discussing for the last year. 
They are going to continually try to limit the way you buy cigars and what they define as a cigar by everything other than a scientific approach because they don't have one. So now you're telling me you don't know how to test what a premium cigar is for substantial equivalence. This is essentially how I'm taking it. So you're going to slap some arbitrary price tag on it to define it as premium. Yeah. Can we agree with that? Right. Yeah. I Seems mean, it's essentially what's happening. So for a lot of the cigars that we smoke today, we're pretty much paying that anyway. Okay. Yep. But for your guys that are going in and buying handfuls or bundles of quorums or Flor de Olivas or, uh, you know, whatever the case may be, uh, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. Literally, it's going to multiply by six what they're paying. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where that all lands. I don't. Right. Yeah. It's not like I said. It's it's not going to go through. I don't even know if that's constitutional, but it is not that that not that that stopped them before. But um, yeah, it, it, I'm just encouraged that they they said, hey, look. I guess premium cigars are kind of different. That's awesome. Yeah. So now I got an interesting take from a retailer when I was discussing this with him. And I said, man, what do you, well, what about the banning the online sales? Okay. Which like Danny said last week, uh, a lot of the California retailers or New York, you know, these guys that are in high tax states are really, you know, like, Hey man, actually it might help us. Right. And then somebody said, and he said, well, what about the guys that are out in places where they don't have B&Ms, right? What are they going to do? Well, and the retailer, oh, go ahead, sorry. No, and, and the retailer said, man, what's stopping them from picking up a phone and buying it from us? And we just ship it to them. It'd be the same law that would stop them. The whole point is that you can't do either of those things anymore. Over the phone, right? Okay. Yeah. So he, he didn't read it. Yeah. Plus, he doesn't well, have those cigars. So I think what happens is if you are a smart business entrepreneur, you say, hey, you can't buy cigars online. No one has made it, created a cigar shop in this area. I have X amount of cigar smokers. Let me make a little shop. And then you got your first shop in that neighborhood. Yeah. So that's always but then you got, you got all those laws about where you can't put, where you can't smoke inside anymore either. Well, it depends it's hard, on the state. It's hard to open a new lounge in a lot of places, too. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. matter. They can get their cigars there. Then, it, then it's yeah. not a lounge. It's a cigar yeah, shop. Yeah. Or, you could do like or, a little pop-up shop or something. Shop. Whatever. Uh, you know what I mean? Or you can do a mobile lounge. Or, yeah, you know. sell it out of your damn van. All right, as long as you're paying taxes on it and you're all legal. Yeah, as long as you got an OTP, you're good. I don't know. The cigar what? van coming to you. Cigars. <laughs> First got to figure it out as a hustler, man. Well, there have been a few people that have tried that that type of thing, like a mobile lounge experience type thing, and I don't know how successful that's been. Uh, if like, it's if it's in complementary to their shop, it's not bad. But if it's yeah. the only thing they do, it's they it, it, they're not killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get a big white van and you write free cigars on the side and you drive around. <laughs> It's not creepy at all. No, little sprinters, <laughs> free candy. Right, exactly. 
Yeah, adult candy. We all smoke down here. Um, yeah. 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 Pretty interesting stuff. Because, well, somebody had asked also, where do we see cigars going for 2020, right? Or what kind of trends are we going to see? Kyle, I think you summed it up beautifully, and you could read your response if, if you would be so kind to oh, yeah. share that with us. Kind of make me open that up. But, um, but I think you're going to see a lot of the same that you saw for 2019. Uh, you know, eye on the FDA potentially uh, start to see maybe more of a shift from uh, PCA, IPCPR to TPE potentially. Uh, where that kind of maybe takes some of the the luster away from IPCPR. Um, I don't know, man. Other than that, uh, I, I think, think you're going to uh, continue to see higher taxes and 21 across the U.S. So, industry wise, there's a everyone has got their eyes open and their ears to the ground on TPE versus PCA. Yep. Uh, the amount of the amount of manufacturers that have now signed up for PCA. And the amount of retailers that I talk to day in, day out that are going, um, is, this is going to be the year to see, you know, if the PCA officially has <clears throat> competition. Yeah. Um, and I mean, well, one, they already, they do have competition. Now, is it a worthy adversary? It seems like it. Right? I mean, the, the, the incentives that they were giving retailers, the incentives they were giving manufacturers, um, you know, they, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes especially since it's going to be tpa then taa and then pca um and if you guys can't keep up with that you go rewind um you know they're all going to be a few months apart right and when you yeah. talk about you know how much money the retailer has to spend uh, you know it's gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see where their loyalty is i guess so taa has those exclusives which is cool for them but it, that doesn't make or break your business. No. But haven't you heard about Consumer Day? That it'll save them in the next few years? Yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> I heard about save shit. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe how many retailers were against Consumer Day. Well, they were against it because they didn't have any details. Right. And I also don't think a lot of them wanted the responsibility of babysitting customers either. Well, I think a lot of them don't have that customer base with that they want to hang out with for a week in Vegas. You know, the real, <laughs> right. the, the real good guys, you know, they, they have their core guys and they, you know, they'll be like, yeah, fucking let's do it. Right. Um, but then there's also like, whether it's too big where like, yeah, I don't know any of my customers cause I'm never in the store. You know? Oh yeah. Absentee owner. Well, yeah. another guy brought up a point where he was like, so let me get this straight. You want me to bring my customers, they're going to get a bunch of free cigars, so that means when they get back, they're not going to be buying anything from me. Right. And they spent their cigar budget on travel. Right. Well, that's the thing. Again, no, no details, but the, uh, the good idea would be that, hey, you know, you're, you're part of the PCA. You get X amount of tickets. You can yep. sell them to your guys. Right? So they'll make their yes. money that way. Right, right, so, and I think that's what they. I think that's what it was. But that was that was never official. It was just kind of a theory. So, you know, it's it's all it's fucked up. Do you see? And do I, you see? I'm gonna throw some questions out here for you guys to answer. 
Uh, and Drew, I want your opinions too. We can't just be quiet on this. Yeah. Uh, ring gauges, are they going to get bigger or smaller or stay the same? Uh, stay the same. Same. Yes. Yeah, stay the same. Yeah. I don't, I don't see anything uh, out there right now indicating a move larger. If anything, um, there seems to be a, uh, a shift to maybe um, not smaller ring gauge necessarily, but more typical size cigars, like classic Vitola types mm-hmm. from just what I've seen. Okay. But. Nothing. Uh, uh, did you see Nick Melillo post those barber box press barber pole bellicosos today? Oh, oh yeah, grasshopper. They look so good. Yeah, yeah they do. Shit. Tasty. Like I don't know how <laughs> they don't look. They just look beautiful. Like whoever did it, yeah. they're fucking a pro. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> but man. All right. So then, exclusives. More of them next year. Fewer of them are the same. More, um, more. Yeah, probably. All right, I, I agree with that. Uh, boutique brands popping up. Way less. <laughs> less. There's going to be negative. We're going to lose some next year. Yeah. Because of the FDA. Yeah, yeah, and it's just I think not so much. Of, I think like the uncertainty. We're going to go toward it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah not about... not only not only that, man, but there's a lot of guys. And not to not to take away anything from their from their hustle, but there's a lot of guys that just don't get it. Yeah. Like they just don't really get. A lot of people think it's like I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna launch this, I'm gonna make a cigar, and I'm just gonna sell it. That yeah. couldn't be the furthest thing from how it works. There's so much involved in it, and I think some people got into it potentially really just didn't maybe fully grasp that. I could be wrong. I, I think with the as many stores that have been popping up, um, like every day, I think we could see a lot of them kind of closing too, or selling. Retail uh, shops. Yeah, I mean, if you look at how many stores, um, Cigars International has set to open. Um, uh, Casa and Microsoft, no matter what's going on with the, with the sale, I mean, they're still a force. Uh, I think, uh, you know, smoker friendly, uh, shit. I was about to say something I can't, I wasn't supposed to, mm. but smoker <laughs> friendly is a force. <laughs> but so I think, uh, <laughs> that would have sucked, but, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I could see like some of these guys that with the same, same theory of like, of, hey, I'm just going to open a retail shop. I'm going to open the doors and I'm going to sell the shit out of cigars. Sure. Yep. A lot of that. Like, yeah, it doesn't work that way, dude. Bro, if you're going to open up a shop and you're not prepared to work 80 hours a week, don't open the shop. Yeah. And if you think that you're just going to open up the shop and hire a bunch of people, don't open up the shop. Yeah. Save your money. It's yeah. not how it works. Or, you know, or fake it. Just get a retail permit and buy your cigars wholesale. Whatever it is you're trying to do. Don't don't do that. Um, do you see continuing consolidation coming? Like retail shops and manufacturers and brands and stuff, are people going to keep getting bought up? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> it's legit. And here's, I mean, here's if you look fun... at, do you go deeper? Or? 
No, go ahead. Go deep. No, you don't want to. You don't. You don't want to do. <laughs> go deep. Go deep. Go deep. I just, I if nobody was going to, I was going to keep going. Cal likes but it. But go deep. deep. Well, it, I mean, if you look at like, um, there's a there's a particular brand that is down twenty percent, and they're one of the they're in the middle, right? They're not they're not small like Roma, but they're not general. And um, when you when you look at guys like that that are starting to freak out. Um, at that level that have that own their own factories and have the ability to do big, big discounting, anyone underneath that could potentially say, you know, fuck it. I, you know, they're doing this. What am I going to do? And then eventually get, and eventually just sell because it's just easier. Yeah. Well, you know, there, there's, um, I don't know if we talked about this. Maybe we did, but, there are definitely brands out there right now that are kind of in what I call cigar purgatory, where they're not general or altadis, but they're not boutique either, and they're not considered boutique. Like, for example, I don't consider Tatawahe and Illusioni boutique, but they get boutique treatment, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? LF, yeah, LFD too. LFD too. Yep, exactly. But there's some other brands that aren't those massive dudes and then they're not boutique and the market also doesn't recognize them as boutique so they're kind of like in this middle space where it's like where where do i go from here right you know you know what i'm saying like i'm i don't have the capacity to be general altatis but the market's not accepting me as like this like boutique craft you know craftsmanship titan whatever where do i fall where do i go i think yeah, those types of companies are going to be primed to be bought out and they're, they're not going to they're not going to dump the money into doubling the size of their company because right i mean there's just not it's the market's just not there for it yeah no right. return on that investment yeah okay. the best place to be is like a middle-sized but still be considered boutique. Like a Tatuaje and Illusioni Aroma Craft, like those are, to me, those are like the beautiful positions to be in. He likes your position, Danny. <laughs> well, and, and us owning our own factory too is a huge, um, and, I, and I, I don't mean, but I mean Roma Craft, like owning our own factory, I think is an even bigger plus than a Tatuaje. Um, you know, that, yeah. And, and the, you know, whatever, he's doing his thing. I mean, it's not hating, but... Yeah, you can, control more you, of the market with that, right? Yeah, you control, and you, you control your own destiny, right? right. I, I agree with that, Danny, but I, I'm going to go a step further and say, and here's what, like, for Pete Johnson, because of his, obviously, his closeness to the Garcia family, is he has tobacco. Yeah, and yeah, even, yeah right. And even more important than having the capability to make the cigars in the factory is having that access to tobacco. And that's huge, man. That's really what everything comes down to. Ultimately. Well, what I mean is what I, what I meant at what is kind of like when we were talking about buying up or, or sure, him sure. being able to, like he can sell Tatsuahe, he can sell the name and yeah. the blends, but he's not selling the factory with it so they can continue doing it the way it's always been done. Sure. Right? So Absolutely. It's, yeah. All right. Yeah. It's true. Okay, so 
do you think is the, the big question that I'm curious about? Do you think 2020 is going to bring more or less certainty to what's going to happen with cigars? Less. <laughs> I, I'd agree with that. <laughs> Especially if we get a new president. I think this is going to go on for a while. Yep. Me too. There's there's no quick resolution to this. <clears throat> yeah, and it does look like we are going to get a new president, right? So it's like, just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. We're just going to have to deal with what comes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Better, It's better for nothing to happen, nothing else to happen, than for it to get worse, right? Yep. Yeah. So, keep riding the wave. Yeah, just keep riding uncertainty. If I can keep selling shit. Sure. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you can. I mean, that's yeah. life anyway. Yeah, for sure. Well, more, more here than elsewhere. Right. But it's it's yeah. really interesting, right? Because I I love how much boutique stuff has popped up in the last several years. I don't love all of it, but I love the choices I get, and it's kind of sad that. Some of that's almost certainly going to die away in the next one or two years. Yeah. Oh, well. Stock up now. Jim. Buy it now. Buy it now. <laughs> Buy it now. So, top ten lists are coming soon. Uh, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. Why the reaction? Fucking cow. Bro, there's only one that matters. There's only one that matters. Cigar noise list? I wish. Voted, so it's I wish. Because the truth is, if your cigar that you love so much doesn't make it, fuck that list. Yeah. Yep, right? I mean, yeah. that, that's it. It's just like, oh, cigar fish is not stupid. Why? Because I, I like this cigar. It's not on it. Like, oh, okay. Do you, have you smoked any of those cigars? Like, no. Well, then what the fuck do you know? But then at the <laughs> same time, cigar fish is always like, dude, really? That cigar? I have smoked that cigar. You know, what the fuck? Halfway, what the fuck? Consensus, what the fuck? Right? So it's just like, man. So, yeah, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Man. What did you want to say, Cal? <laughs> I just wanted your reaction. So that was uh, you already got them on their text earlier. I wanted everybody we should, else to get them. We should put together a list of the top ten lists. I think that was Cal. I think that was Cal's idea earlier. Right? It was no. We should have a, the, the top ten things they do wrong. Ooh. Some, number one. Some of them. It would be the whole list. Great things you advertise. It's kind of a catch-20. Yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, cigars are... And this is the thing about lists, bro. Uh, Cigars are so subjective, man, based on personal palate. Who's reviewing it? What that person had to eat that day when they were reviewing it or didn't eat or what kind of day they were having. I mean... Then there's also guys... I mean, listen, there are guys out there reviewing cigars that, for one reason or another sometimes have a uh, negative opinion about a cigar brand or cigar company before they even light up a cigar, and it, and it affects the ratings that they give it. 
And and sometimes those lower ratings are undeserved. So, I man, I and look, the Sultan started as a review blog, and so it's hard for me to sit. I feel like a hypocrite almost. <laughs> but the truth is, um, people put, and this is not just cigars. This is like across the board because when you talk to like wine people or whatever. Um, I think a lot of these lists, I, I think there needs to be more education for the consumer to be able to really disseminate the information that they're being given in a more, in a more educated manner. Saying a list is bullshit, like Danny said, because your favorite cigar isn't on there, that's not an educated response to a list. But if you were to say, look, I've noticed that XYZ, you know, and then three other or 10 other cigars on here, are all people who did this. They all have relationships with this. They all whatever. And then you start to see those types of patterns. Okay, fine. Then you could say that. But to say because, like, your favorite cigar isn't in a list, that's kind of ridiculous, too. But even these lists, man, they're all, I mean, whatever. But I I can see it on both sides, like the manufacturer, right? Like, hey, I'm paying for advertising, and you're not going to review my fucking cigar. It's not going to make your thing. You know how expensive your fucking advertising is? And then on the mm-hmm. other side, I could see it's like, man, you only review the guys, you only give the guys the advertising. It's like you're, you're kind of in a, in a weird position, right? Kind of so. screwed. Yeah. yeah. Like, why? And it's, it goes to the same. Like we were talking about a couple podcasts ago about customers that get rewarded at shops who spend more money. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain extent, that's you have to have like a loyalty type program. <laughs> I mean, oh, one hundred. I, I don't disagree with that at all. You know, so if whether that's at a retail level or even a cigar review level, like if guys are supporting your your livelihood or your business or whatever, you're gonna have to throw them a bone, whether you like it or not. That's just how life works. Well, and that's the thing is like, what what kind of why are you being such a why or why would somebody be against that, right? Like, like hey, yeah, no, I get it. This guy spends you know, two grand a month, three grand. He's paying my rent here, essentially. Right. I'm going to hide this box of Opus X for him when he comes in. You know, so, uh, I, yeah, I totally agree with rewarding them, even if it's, you know, with discounts or certain cigars that you hide from them, um, shit like that, right? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, on a, on a fairness level, I can understand how people get frustrated. And, you know, not everybody has the means to spend two grand a month on cigars. And I totally get all of that. But life just, you know, it's like getting a participation trophy. I mean, you either win and you place or you don't. And that's, you know, you uh, you accept the consequences. So, I don't know. That's right. Well, the other thing that I wonder about it, too, is, like, let's say that the four of us review a cigar, right? Would you... As the person who makes that cigar, would you want all, like, if, if it averages out to a 90, right? Do you yeah. want us all to say 90? Or do you want two of us to say 100 and two of us to say 80? You'd probably no, want rather... two to say 100, right? And two to not like it, because those those people who say 100 are buying boxes. Instead I would almost all rather of us have... buying, like, you'd, a couple. You'd want them all so 90. You, I would want them all 90, and here's why I'm with Drew, because if if all three guys or whatever, like, yeah, it's a 90 cigar, then there's more legitimacy to that 
versus like such a massive differential. Yeah. Cause you're going to wonder who's full of <laughs> shit, the eighties or the hundreds. <laughs> and, and with people being typically pessimistic and wanting a reason not to like something, um, yeah, they're going to be like, Oh, but one guy gave it an 80. I'm not trying that. Yeah. So I take the nineties. Which if brings you're a reviewer, here. if you're a yeah. reviewer, buy the cigars. Don't hit up the company for free shit. Sure. Earn, earn the free shit. And by earning is like showing up to events, showing up to IPTPR, writing up reviews, doing all that shit. But never, ever, ever ask for free shit. You get the free shit, take the free shit. Don't ask for it. it, it you're, the, if, if a company is willing to give you the free shit just to review it, it's like they're... I, it's just not it, not legit. Like I, I, I don't know. You know, uh, those aren't anyway, usually just, the companies that get the best reviews. Right, they're they're yeah. needing those reviews. I mean, there's there's one brand that consistently gives half wheel cigars, and they get roasted quite often. Which is good on half wheels part, right? Like, yeah. I mean, if if it's legit, yeah. But don't roast it because, because I they feel like I have to because they gave me the cigars. Wait, what does roast mean? Like they bad. Just, I mean, yeah, bad. Yeah, well, if they gave it to you for free, I mean, I don't think that means you have to roast it, which I've never said that so many times in my life. Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here, here's a question for you guys, okay? Retailers are always... Not always, but a lot of times you go into retail shops and the owners are talking about how online sales have affected them, especially in the higher tax states. Those same shops also will carry a lot of brands that are readily available online and not bring in the ones that are not. Is it hypocritical of those shops to rail against online sales and then not bring in and reward the brands that are not whoring themselves out online. Yes. I think when it comes down to a business, you gotta you gotta do whatever sells cigars. Okay. But is it hypocritical? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> all right, if I if I have an online presence and I'm selling cigars, I'm doing what I gotta do to sell cigars. Yeah. Right? But if you're but, you're in an area where cigars are readily available, or then uh, you got to distinguish yourself from other people. If everybody's buying such and such brand on uh, online, you got to carry the stuff they can't get online. That's what I think. That's what most saying. Yeah. The pro- the problem with that is, um, it causes them to do some work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you don't. You don't necessarily need to sell Padrones and Davidoffs and shit. Um, yeah, you stick it on a shelf and forget it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, who the fuck wants to do work when you're a big, uh, trying to be a big swinging dick? But can't you get about any cigar online now? Almost, uh, almost man. Other than, like, exclusives and all. And even those, sometimes but- you can. But yeah, dude, you're you no, yeah. no, I was gonna say, bro, like you're building your humidor on cigars that your customers can literally go to some of these bigger outfits and buy for like forty percent less than what you have it on your shelf for. Yeah. Why would why would you carry that? 
or maybe you carry it, but why why reject and be so hard and critical of the brands that don't do that? And then on top of it, why wouldn't you want to try to get your customers to switch over to those brands that they can't go online and get forty percent cheaper than your than your spot? Well, then you're also bitching about you know those cigars being online, right? So it's like you yeah. can't you can't do both. You can't bitch about it and then not do anything about it. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So it's like so. Here's the thing, Mo. So online, you're with what Maxima, right? With with mm-hmm. uh, with a uh, small batch. Yeah. <clears throat> but the and and that's like a they do a really good job, but they're not one of the big guys online. Correct. Right. Like this. So I wouldn't even really consider Patina like online. Online, like you're not famous and Cigars International and whoever the fuck the other one is. Right. So for someone to say, well, you're selling online, it's like. No, not really. Like, yeah, this really good store has an online presence. Right. A really good online presence. But, you know, that's not enough to bitch at me for selling online. And in all fairness, you're, you're 100% right. And people do not bitch when I tell them. Because they'll ask, are you online? I'll be like, well, small batch. And they want, first of all, most of them never even heard of small batch. Right. True. Uh, Which means they're not paying attention. Right. Yeah, that's, Which means- that's crazy. Exactly. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Never heard. As long as, as long as they don't hear Atlantic, CI, Famous, Thompson, you're in, you're in okay standing in terms of that. <laughs> well, well, also it's like people ask me, like, well, you guys sell the, you know, cigars and not or Myron Dutch and cigars and Nash. I'm like, yeah, but we don't discount to them, so they're getting the same pricing you are. Right. You know, and as long as you can hold true to that, um, they should have no no problem there. You know, no. Yeah. That that's the reason why they don't want you selling to the big guys because they just automatically assume that they have they're getting a big discount. Yeah. We are not sponsored by small batch cigars. Yeah. No, we're not. Lo- TLE is. I love Amar. I love Amar. Listen I love to them. Andrew. Yeah. Andrew, if you're listening, we'll 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 take your. I'll drop your name all the time if you want to. I don't even know. You drew something, apparently. I love I love small batch. It really <laughs> No, me too. And they, that's the thing. It's their like site the was down the are... other day, and Cal, you let me know when they were back up. I was yeah, look, well, because you sent me a stuff. message, and I sent a message to Andrew right away, and I was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can just uh, imagine him. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he got it back up in seconds. Um, yeah. But that's the thing with a lot of these really good brands. And, and the thing about a lot of the advertising you hear is a lot of the good stuff is, is not necessarily the same as the advertising. It goes more through word of mouth a lot of the time. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's just a fascinating thing. Yep. And we, and I don't remember which one of you guys brought it up, but the, the major discrepancy between, you know, some of the social media Titans uh, that you see, and then what's actually happening on the ground in the B&M. Cal brought it up. I just said that it was yeah. Yeah, it's had, different, had many factors. It's a weird it's world different. we live in. Bro, you go into a B&M. And it, okay, so my, my experience typically is a little bit skewed because the majority of my visits occur in the morning to early evening and then depending on the territory sometimes it goes later into the night but you walk into a b&m in the afternoon 
and dudes are smoking Oliva V's, Punch Maduro something, you know, um, I don't even know, bro. Like, it's not this sexy stuff that you see online all the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't grade how a cigar company is doing by what you see online. Yep. No one's posting the Macanudo whites. But guess what? People buy them like crazy. Never, like probably the number one, number one or two songs Yeah. See almost no acid. See almost no Java Mint. See very little Rocky Patel compared to how much they, they sell. Yep. Bro, I was in a shop the other day sitting there talking to the manager. He had to get up a couple times because customers came in. You're talking about a Davidoff retailer, okay? Padrone, um, boutiques like Foundation and uh Uzioni and Roma and these guys walk in one buys a box of Macanudo white and the other guy buys two boxes of Reserva Real Churchills mm-hmm. Romeo and Julia I mean yeah. it's it's a different world yeah and I would take a tenth of the money like, yeah right really no <laughs> kidding man no kidding if i could sell in a year what they sell one skew i'll be shit oh i'm really it. happy <laughs> so is it how did that happen right is it that they've been around a really long time and people recognize the names is that really all it is or is there more to it than that well it's it's kind of like a, okay so like let's say you go into a town right and in this town, there's McDonald's and then a bunch of mom and pop burger places. And you've never been there and you don't know any. You're not sure because you, and you want just a safe bet, right? So you go to McDonald's, probably not the mm-hmm. best burger in that town. But you know what? You know what you're getting. It's cheap and it'll work. Yep. Right. And you only have so much money to eat. You really think that's what it? That's that's what's doing it. Well, it's named. I mean, look, it's, it's a that. It's a great. It's a great price point. It's an easy cigar yep. to smoke. I mean, there's, yep. there's a lot of that. Yeah, but there's a lot at that price point now. Yeah, but they don't know that. Like most, right? To most, to most point. But but nobody the these shop owners aren't educating these people. Most hey man, I see you buy this most one. Of them don't. Every time you come in, we have this other one that you might really like. That's in that same price range. Drew, it, it, it will take you about a week of working in a cigar shop to deal with some of like the older guard of cigar smokers and you'll have you'll understand how <laughs> difficult it is to try to get those guys to try something different. It's borderline fucking impossible. <laughs> I mean right. you would sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I read an article recently about how when you're about thirty five years old you stop trying new things. Just in general, food, activities, everything. I don't know. I'm 38 and that Popeye chicken sandwich. Yeah, bro. I don't know about all that. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Popeye's. We are not God, sponsored I wish by Popeye's. Would. I would <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Danny's like, I'm in. Sandwich. I'll be yeah, sponsored man. by Popeye's. Popeye's and Red Bull. No, oh, that would be oh, nice. Oh, my God. I just, got a, I just got an erection. I could feel it from <laughs> here. Yeah, Lucky. 
Don't make it weird, guys. We're just talking about erection. <laughs> the normal adult male thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. What else we got? We got uh, our favorite weekly topic. That'll be all, folks. Ooh. Well. Well. <laughs> I actually had a topic, but we'll have to save it for next week because you've Wait, oh, what? you just kept kept rolling on. No, There's time. Go for it. I'll save I'll it for I'll save it for well, I'll save it for the week after then. I'll wait till Danny comes back. Do you have a little hint for people? A little be, cliffhanger? Oh, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> we know. Jeez. What a, what a cliffhanger. Wait for well, what's funny is we could have said we could have said it by now. Yeah. No, no. no, it's better than that. Just not that good. Oh, Mr. Long Cocky. and bad. Excellent. We'll talk. We'll talk That's next. What she said. We'll talk next yeah. week or the week after. Maybe Fine. by then I'll have another one. <laughs> Facebook guy, do, go kill yourself. Yeah, we should do one whole episode of just Drew having deep thoughts for an hour. Nothing else. That'd be terrible. A lot of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts. They're not deep, though. <laughs> Precision over power, bro. Keep hitting. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy Happy the Thanksgiving, folks. Food, family. Enjoy that crappy ass turkey. Crappy turkey. <laughs> mm. Or go to Popeyes and get a sandwich. They're Oof. open. They open on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, probably, no. probably part of the day, huh? Most people are. Only, only Chinese food is open on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank God for that. Check out Cigar Noise. Go buy some cigars at Small Batch. See you guys next listen, week. Listen to TLE and Cigar Boy, no, Cigar Noise Boys. The Noise Boys. TLE. The Cigar Noise Boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. See you guys next week. All right, guys. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.